This is the NOAA Ocean Podcast. I'm Troy Kitch. In this episode, we're rebroadcasting a segment from a fascinating podcast we aired a couple of years back about noise in the ocean. Let's listen in as host Megan Forbes talks to Leela Hatch, a marine ecologist based at Stellwagen Bank National Marine Sanctuary in Massachusetts. Leela's work focuses on acoustically sensitive marine species and the effects of underwater noise in the sanctuary. And she provides support on noise science and policy for other sanctuary sites. She's also the co-lead of the NOAA Ocean Noise Strategy. More on that in a minute. Here's Leela. Sound is an incredibly effective way for marine animals to communicate. A wide variety of marine animals make sounds in order to communicate with one another. And beyond using sounds to talk to one another, animals hear. And marine animals have particularly evolved to use their hearing in a great diversity of ways. They listen for food and the sounds made by their prey as it moves through the water. They listen to the echoes of environmental sounds, winds and waves, and the sounds they make against topographic features, underwater, undersea mountains. That tells them about areas where fish may school or where algae and zooplankton may cluster in upwelling. Those are all very predictable places for animals to find food, and they have an acoustic echo. They listen for their predators, and they listen to each other. People also do a great many things offshore, and many of them make sound. Sometimes that sound is a byproduct of things we actually are doing. We're moving all of the world's goods on large commercial ships, and that maritime traffic, which is how we transport over 98% of the world's goods around the globe. We do that almost entirely on ships and those ships have propellers and the propellers underwater when they spin produce bubbles. Those bubbles when they burst make an acoustic signature, they make a sound. And that sound has a deep low frequency, those lower tones below what humans hear well. That low tone made by all those ships moving all that stuff around is leading to a rising level of noise at those lower frequencies. People have used sound to communicate underwater between different ships. We also bounce sounds off of the crust of the earth to get a better understanding of what's below, including oil and gas deposits. So we make sounds on purpose, and those sounds also can lead to rising levels of background noise this combined increasing human activity offshore, much of which makes sounds, has led us to an understanding that the ocean's acoustic environment are quite different than they were when animals evolved these systems to use the acoustics of their underwater environments. Our job is to better understand how that change in the acoustic quality of these places where animals live is affecting them. We're particularly concerned about their inability to hear one another at times that are very important in their life histories. Are we creating more noise now than ever? There are very few places in the world's oceans where we have been measuring in a standardized way how much noise there is in the ocean over time. But in the places where we have measured, 
such as off the central California coastline, where we've been measuring since the 1940s and 50s, and we've also can still make those same measurements in the same place today. The rise in the background noise conditions at very low frequency tracks very well with the growth of commercial shipping traffic and the quantity as well as size and, and gross tonnage of what we're carrying across that ocean basin. That trend is not as distinct in every place as we go to look around at the oceans. But again, we don't have that timeline in such a calibrated and careful way in all the places where we'd like to make those measurements. A lot of what we're doing now is trying to fill in an understanding of what today's background noise conditions look like, as well as anything we might know about what they looked like historically. Dr. Hatch has dedicated much of her life to this specific issue, and I was really interested in finding out why this particular issue was so important to her personally. Listen in. I grew up spending my time on a small farm and also offshore visiting my grandparents on an island. Those two environments exposed me to a lot of days, both in the water and looking at tidal marine life and listening and out in natural spaces in a rural environment. My father was a musician, and I think for that reason, I spent a lot of time listening in those places. When I then met somebody who is a renowned researcher of whale calling behavior, those two things came together for me, an understanding that the world could be listened to and the fact that huge animals in a marine environment that I didn't experience were calling to one another became fascinating to me. From the very beginning of studying whale vocalizations, I was exposed and thinking about human effects on that behavior. And I've been very interested ever since in how we could change what we do in ways that would make more room for that animal experience to continue. You are one of the leads of the NOAA Ocean Noise Strategy effort. Tell us a bit about what this effort is and what it's doing. NOAA's Ocean Noise Strategy effort grew out of an interest in ensuring that over the next decade, we're better addressing the effects of noise on um, more than marine mammals um, from noise effects that are more cumulative effects of many types of human activities, as well as the chronic effects from rising background noise conditions and the types of sources that contribute to those. A main focus of NOAA's Ocean Noise Strategy was to broaden the agency's approach to addressing noise impacts to not only account for those acute effects, those sudden effects on an individual marine mammal, but to better understand and to design tools to address the effects on acoustic habitat. Acoustic habitat simply means the acoustics of places, places that are of importance to and sustain marine species that rely on listening. We call that the acoustic habitat of those creatures. Want more? Check our show notes for the link to the full episode. This is the NOAA Ocean Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast in your podcatcher of choice and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get more listeners. Until next time.
Thank you.